Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Beyond the Night, brought to you by the GCRN and Audible.com. I am one of your hosts, Dave Joe Mike, and joining me as always is Dion the Music Man. Hello. Hello, sir. What is going on? Oh, nothing. Just watching Knight Rider. Oh, boy. <laughs> watching Knight Rider, watching Bond movies, watching He-Man cartoons. Oh, my God. <laughs> ugh, ugh, ugh. What about you? What's going on with you? Oh, not much of anything. Just trying to get my state ID renewed. How fun that is. Yeah. Uh, just sent uh, sent for the birth certificate today. And, you know, so, of course, they say we have to, I have to wait four to six weeks. It'll probably be sooner. But trying to keep cool as it's too damn hot in this studio. <laughs> yes. And uh, today we're going to be going beyond the night and reviewing three more episodes from Night Rider Classic Season 2. Hit the turbo boost, kit. In recent months, there's been a rash of car thefts. The bump and run is the latest technique. Let's get out of here! You wanted to steal a car, and now you've stolen the ride of your lives. Pennington's been stolen, Michael. Can Carrie's car make it? If it does, it will be by the skin of its bumper. He's my car! Alright, first up today is Custom Kit. Kit is the bait in Michael's plan to trap a customized car thief. Suspects found at a traveling custom car show subplot a couple of inept car thieves try to steal Kit with startling results. Oh boy. 
<laughs> this one's a bit interesting, but yet... Mm, one of those episodes you can watch and go, okay, can we please throw that away? No, I kind of I mean, disagree. Not, not, I, not I, like as in... I thought this was... I thought the plot in this one was a little bit more refreshing. Well, when I say throw away, I don't mean as in, okay, this is a bad episode. Let's never watch it again. Like, I mean, I wonder if a lot of them thought, is it, you know, a lot of, a lot of fans thought, okay, is this one of those episodes where we get bored really, you know, real easily? I enjoyed it personally. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I wasn't getting bored. Besides, this outside of the continuity episodes, this is the first episode that actually had a unique plot that wasn't your average '80s, you know, politician did it, or corrupt sheriff did it, or corrupt judge did it, or you know, all that stuff. But no, the uh, the overall plot in this one is is Michael um, (laughs) soups kid up. And uh, enters him into a custom car show uh, to catch the car thieves who have already stolen other cars. Actually, Devin's, it wasn't Devin's, but uh, Devin's major colonel or whatever the hell his name is, uh, Devin got his car stolen from him. Right. So that's another point to this one. Yeah, the Pennington Ascot. That's a really small car. It is. That's one of those hot rod car things you know we we sometimes well we we have a custom car show here like once a year and usually when usually be a it'll be a custom car show and then at another point in the year it'll be like a a hot rod convention you have all those old hot rod cars coming into town Mm -hmm. and it's like oh wow it's like transporting you to another time (laughs) ever seen any kits no, not in person, sadly. Uh, well, t- no, well so you... not here. Huh? Not here. There, there was that time when I was six years old that I got to sit in right, one. Right, but, but that mean, doesn't since you know, since then, have there been any other like custom kit cars? I I haven't seen any. Really? Uh, not here in Louisville. I haven't. Um, uh, I, I I don't go to the custom car shows that much anyway. But um, when I was, in, you know, back when I was younger, when when it was a big thing. I mean, it's still a big thing, but it's not as it's big not, as it was. Yeah, it's not as well. It's not as big to me as it was back then when I was young right. and impressionable. Now I'm just old and crotchety. <laughs> the crotchety part, I'll agree with the growing. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! All right. um, no. Overall, <laughs> you know, the plot of this one was really well thought out. They kind of throw you a twist with. Uh, one character, and then we find out it's the other character. So that was really good. I agree. the The twist on this this plot was well done because it was kind of almost like a who done it type thing. You yeah. think one person did it, and then oh no, this person did it, and then you follow the second character that you think that you know that they say that you know that they did it. Oh no, well this person didn't do it. The other person did. So you kind of have two car thieves. Uh that are stealing cars. And then, you know, like you said, the subplot was two small time car thieves trying to steal kit. That was just funny. An interesting fun fact for those of you who are major eighties fans like us, one of those car thieves, the one that was like, think of the cheerleaders. Yeah. Um, the New York accent. The, 
the uh <laughs> the, New York. the George to to the other guy's Lenny, essentially. <laughs> um uh that guy was the guy from uh Beverly Hills Cop two, Ace. Get out. Yeah. Three thousand credit cards in three hours, get the f- out of here. Uh, get oh. three thousand cards in three hours. Yeah. The I guy uh, him. Yeah. That's the guy from eighty seven. Uh he got fat in three years, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He did. <laughs> um, that was not but padding. <laughs> but but that's the guy in the opening scene when when Eddie Murphy is gonna go make his credit card bust and he meets the the guy Ace and Ace is like, well, my cousin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, my nephew. But that's yeah, that's him. I, that's I, I funny. I, yeah, I recognized him immediately. Uh, very awesome. Same accent. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's great. Same accent and everything. You just got a little fatter over the last <laughs> year. Between 83 and 87. Night Rider didn't pay him enough. Apparently not. <laughs> Who was the other guy? I don't know. How you doing, pal? I'm doing just as you asked, Michael. Snapping pictures of every woman who walks by. I feel absolutely ludicrous, like a second-rate spy in a B-movie. It's got to be done. All right, so let's uh, turn the scanners on for a uh, custom kit. Um, I love that they are now including the semi in everything, even, uh, you know, the whole language of the show. And it's like, well, we'll meet Devin and April at the semi, or we'll rendezvous at the semi, et cetera, et cetera, right. et cetera. Kits. Normally it just showed, like before this episode, normally it just kind of showed up and either – Michael and Kit were already in it, or they were about to drive into it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he actually says, you know, we'll meet you at the semi, Devin, or what, you know, whatever it was that he said. And I really do, I do like that they're including it in the in, in the lingo of the show. Um, it makes them more mobile, you know, more mobile because, you know, that's what it is: is the foundation mobile unit. So they're not just sitting. Because what was it? They were just sitting in a house. Yeah. Kind of a kind of a house type set, and then they, yeah, yeah, the. Uh, the foundation itself is is a is a house as far as the setting goes right. for that. And then you know, then you had the older truck, the older mobile unit, which was yeah, you know, hardly ever used. Thank God. Yeah, and now you have this one. Yeah. Um, finally, an episode dealing in all cars. Yay! This episode is unique to most of the other quote unquote generic Night Rider episodes, and that's why I like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I love Michael's line. If the thief isn't interested in selling me a car, maybe he'd like to steal one. <laughs> maybe he'd like to steal one. And they go through the me. whole process of souping Kit up and putting all these D. De- which, again, you would think. Bonnie got if- mad when he was putting the decals on. <laughs> well, not real, like not it. like really mad, but just like, you know, because you see, and I, we'll talk about this later, but, you know, when she's trying to remove all of the decals that, you know, Michael put on there. Because, you know, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, removing all these decals you've defaced Kit with. <laughs> well, right, in season one, when they had to use them for Sammy thing. Uh, you know, the five S's in, in Sammy stunt show spectacular, Michael, you know, put all the stars on him and everything else. And Kit objected then, and then Michael was like, oh, would you rather be painted a different color, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, keep pasting, Michael. And it's the same thing here. He objects to being, you know, souped up and, and designed on 
when Kit's character should have moved past that by now, I think. I, I agree. Know. Yeah, I agree because um, you would think you, you don't want to wear out a formula. Yeah, you really no, don't want to. You don't want to wear out a formula. It's like, okay, we've done this once. Let's not go yeah. back to that again. Let's let's do something yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about you? What'd you like about this one? Um, I liked the fact that we actually saw. I I, I would think, if I remember correctly, we saw some more stunts in this one. We did. We, yeah. we saw more stunts. Um, I liked the fact that Kit took the thieves on a joyride. Want to steal a car? You're going to get the ride of your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was just too funny. You know, again, Kit gets to be a star in his own right. Yep. Yep. Very awesome. Anything else you liked about this one? Um, the, the, after they get out of the car... Yeah. Um, Hector, Hector, you'll carry it this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they, when they, when he, when Kit takes him back to the toolbox, and you know the guy's like Hector, Hector, and he's like, you'll carry it this time, and he grabs the toolbox, and Kit's like, goodbye, and you see Ace, you know the guy that that uh, I don't know, I don't know what his name is yeah. in this one, but no, yeah, I, I know you're you see, about. you see him in this one. I'm, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was great. Yeah, you don't steal the Night Industries 2000. You just don't. No, you, it's, it's not, not. It's it's by law. It's not. It's not allowed. <laughs> no. By legacy, it's not. Allowed. No. The hell with the law. By legacy, it's not. In allowed. essence, <laughs> it's its own car alarm. That's very true. <laughs> wow, looks like the amateurs didn't do too much damage, huh? Michael, I am more than capable of solving most problems, intelligently and scientifically. Oh, yeah? What'd you do? Scared their socks off. All right, let's uh, turn the scanners off. Um, I didn't write anything down about this one. <laughs> I just enjoyed it a little too much, I think. I, I thought it was a really good one of those. It's a great episode, but it's not like my top... I would say even in my top 20, because most of my top 20 is a lot of the continuity-based episodes. Um, But overall, a very, very enjoyable episode. If it, you know, if I, you know, wanted to, you know, just, you know, a good, you know, regular great Knight Rider episode, I'd turn this on. Did you have anything that you didn't like about it? I don't have anything either. Agreeing with you again, this was an enjoyable episode. Um, But I will say, like you, it's not in my top 20. Uh, You know. I mean, there were... There wasn't even any like real nitpicks I could think no, of. No, because I, mean, I watched it and I'm like, uh, you know, I can't complain about this one. Yeah, I can't complain about it. There's nothing to complain about. Yeah. So you know, good episode overall. We are gonna be moving on. The fact is, Kit is gone, and we've got to get him back. I mean, you control the car, don't you? Devin, I felt something in here. Kit's present. Can you forget about the records and take a look at this face, please? I told him that he couldn't see her anymore. Sounds like brainwashing to me. That's exactly what it is. I want you to stop night in person! What do you mean? Kill him. Kid, that's our car! And nobody's driving it! Up next is Soul Survivor. Oh, dear. 
A computer whiz, played by Brian Robbins, cracks Kit's programming and erases the memory. Forcing Michael to battle his own car, Kit is boxed for a portability in another car. Oh, boy. I know you're going to have problems with this. I don't have... I, 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 have, I, have, one issue I have one issue with it. I have but, several. Yes, but overall... Oh, la, 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 la. I'll save them for scanners off. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. What did you think of the... Because the plot in this is is they want to... It's brainwashing, period. Well, it's it, it, it's brainwashing, yes, but the chick wants to, and I'm not going to say the chick is just yet, but the chick wants to rob some guy's art collection from him, yes. essentially. Yeah. Um, is essentially what this plot is. I mean, there's really no... I mean, there's really nothing I can say other than that, and it's it's kind of like our introduction to this character. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, honestly, I liked it. I thought the stunts were pretty cool in this one. I will agree there. Stunts were great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, the stunts are always great, but I thought in, in this one they did them really well, and yes. I thought the reactions were done very well yeah, as the, well. Yeah, the, the timing on the on the stunts. Yeah. Has actually been better in in a lot of the in the KR episodes than I've seen anyway. Yeah, it's hard to say. It depends on how tough he is. How tough he is? You're talking about a computer. Yeah, but he's got a personality. <laughs> I am the Night Industries 2000. My serial number is Alpha Delta 227529. I am unauthorized to allow access to my central processing unit. All right, so let's uh, let's turn the scanners on. Whoa, even that music entranced me. Holy crap, that's some awesome music there, Don Peak. <laughs> See, I got it right. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting for the I'll... call that he's going to give you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, overall, I really love the episode. I thought it was very strange seeing Adrian before Goliath returns, though. Yep, played by Ann Turkle. Yep. Uh, I did find that very odd. Yeah. You know, because you'd think that that would have been an afterthought. Yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't even... Well, well no, it wouldn't really, because they're, you know... Well, okay, even... The, okay, to come back later. Goliath, because... she'll come back later as Adrian, but... Yeah. Um, she would not be talking about taking over Kit this time, you know, in Goliath Returns. Right, we'll right. talk about that later, but yeah, but it's like, okay, you know, really? Um, okay. When, when we get to the episode where we do cover, when we, when we get to the episode of the podcast when we do cover Goliath Returns, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bring this up there again. I think they used Soul Survivor to set her up as a character, because I believe if I'm and again I'm not I'm not trying to skip ahead, but if I remember correctly, in Goliath Returns, either Devin or Michael or April or someone says, "Oh, Adrian's back," because you know someone says that, and someone also says, "How did she get out of jail so fast?" Etc. 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 Because at the end of this one, she supposedly goes to jail. That um, was when she was captured because Devin recognized her, and he says, "Adrian Mako," and April yeah. says, "I thought you were in prison." And yeah, you know, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll talk about that later. But we'll also right, see but that, right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This episode, it's a as, setup, right. right? As much as I know, when we turn the scanners off, that you're going to have issues with it. This episode is to set her up 
to become what she is in the Goliath Returns two-parter. So, did you have anything good to say about this one? <sighs> it's it's really kind of hard to find a good note to say about this one because okay. I think one of the things, and, and I know we've covered this in all episodes of KR. Yeah. You know, for the season one, especially. Michael finds yeah. a damsel in distress. Yeah. He stops, tries to help, which is yeah. normal. Okay. But, you know, you know, and then, uh, which is normal. He does, he does help. But then in the scanners off, which I'll cover more, you know, I'll cover some more stuff. Where does where the plot thickens? I'll say it that way. Yeah. I'll say it that way. The plot thickens. Uh-huh. Um I find it really interesting and I know this isn't um I know this isn't possible, I don't think, but uh in early like was it the early 90s? Yeah. Um not not even the not the early nineties. When the hell was that stupid album released? What every when I was going back and looking at when I was going back and watching this episode and I saw Ann Turkle for the first time. I thought she's a singer. She, well, yeah, but I thought that originally. Um, not the MTV. Uh, I thought originally, just watching this one again, I thought that she was the. Uh, I thought she was the complete doppelganger for Mariah Carey before Mariah went went beyond. <laughs> oh, seriously! If you oh go back, my and look God! At, no, I'm dead serious. Why? Because if you go back and you look at, I'm trying to find the stupid album cover for it so I can see it. Um, Mariah Carey's debut album. It's her in like brown curly locks. Yes. Cover. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say that Adrian reminds me of her because it's the same kind of hairstyle and everything else. <laughs> kind you know, of funny. He, he, I'm, yeah, but I'm dead But I serious. know what you're talking about. I do remember that album cover, yeah. Yeah, so. And he's heading right for us. Then I suggest we move. something i don't much care for being on this end of things that makes two of us so let's turn these scanners off before we get to that though i do have to point out that um yeah the uh her mariah carey's debut album self-titled debut album in 1990 uh that that image of her on the cover just when i rewatched this episode for the first time in god knows how long i was like hey and Turkle is kind of like an older version of Mariah Carey if she didn't if she wouldn't have gone blonde. <laughs> All right, so I only have one issue. He has several, I'm sure. Uh, so I'm gonna you go ahead and get one out of the way. Well, how old is Randy? Yikes, she's robbing the cradle there. Yeah, he's about sixteen, seventeen. Sixteen, seventeen. She's like twenty nine, thirty, at least. <laughs> All right, Talk so what don't, you like about Soul, what don't you like about Soul Survivor? <sighs> Where should I begin? First of all... At the beginning? Well, that, yeah, that's obvious. First of all, you hypnotize Michael. You put on this, tra- you know, this siren song. 
he's trying to fight her, uh, you know, fight off the frequencies. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. Then we find that Randy is able to talk to Kit through a computer. Uh, He's trying to access the CPU. That doesn't work. Randy actually overrides the CPU, gets control of the car. We find Michael outside of the house trying to contact Kit. Kit doesn't respond, obviously. (sighs) <sighs> Should I keep going? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was overall, I thought it was a damn good episode. I, I don't see. I mean, you throw the CPU in a trash can. When well, that's he, part he, of he the is, damn he car. Is a kid. Well, he, he, he is a kid and they could not, they could not gain access to the CPU. Okay, but then you also see a scene later, and this is where they screwed up, where she says, you know, you know, there, there's, you know, David and, and Anne, you know, Michael and Adrian yeah. are standing there talking. And uh, she says, let me have the CPU for 24 hours, and I'll let you have the car back intact. And he says, why, are you having a little trouble without it? She says, no. But it would simplify things. All right, if it would simplify things, why the hell did you get rid of the CPU in the first damn place? Well, ah! okay, 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 but maybe the maybe that's not necessarily Ann Turkle's fault in 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 the. In, in the script lining because hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Maybe it was, if they rewrote it a little bit to say, you know, give me access to the CPU or allow me to have access to it for 24 hours, meaning essentially that she wants them to unlock it because they couldn't. Um, right. They couldn't unlock it. I almost said Nicholas, and that's from Night and Nerd. Oh God, uh, Randy. Randy, Randy couldn't unlock this the Night Industries 2000 CPU. So when she said that to Michael, what what I got off of that was that she was asking him to make sure the ship was unlocked so they could use it. That's that's what I got off of it. Yes, I will say it's a little bit of a wonky line. It should have been rewritten to 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 convey better. But then you also find out that he has a laser. Yeah, but we knew he's no, 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 no. Okay, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, they find he finds out that okay, you know, Kit has a laser, so we don't really need the CPU to figure that out, right? Um, you know, basically what I'm what I'm getting at, all in all, so I don't spend a lot of time in scanners off, is later on we find out that he can access a lot of things without the CPU. Right. That's 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 my whole thing. And obviously Kit is not allowed to, you know, give access to the CPU as you hear him say his serial yes. number and that type of thing. So why mm-hmm. I guess and maybe this is just a question to any KR fan out there that have se- has seen this show or even you TFG, why would you 
ask for and, and I may, and I mean you covered it but maybe you can cover it a little more deeper. Why would you ask for a CPU knowing that you got rid of the CPU and you have to put it in a TV set? Um well <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean you think about it. You get rid of a CPU, then you turn around, the villain turns around, asks the person who drives the car for the CPU. <sighs> that means you're having trouble without it. I mean, you're having trouble without the CPU trying to figure out what the functions do. Yeah. Well, he eventually learned, but thankfully he, you know, double-crossed her. Right. But anyway. near the end, yes. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I mean, it's not a whole lot of issues. Those are just my issues. It's like, okay, some of the script was written backwards. Yeah, it was. I, I, yeah, I, I will agree to that. It some was. Of, some of the script was backwards. But other than that, I mean, overall, it was a good episode. It was just some of the script was written backwards. Think before you write, I guess. Yeah. That, that's it. Now, we are going to move on to the next episode. Michael battles to protect a Cajun woman from her vengeful husband in a Louisiana bayou. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. so as of this recording, I have just watched uh, Roger Moore as James Bond in Live and Let Die. This episode oh is essentially a short... This episode is essentially a short version of Live and Let Die. <laughs> you too? You got that same synopsis? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because the whole... The whole Louisiana thing, the whole, you know, voodoo thing and everything else. I was like, I just spent two hours watching Live and Let Die. Why am I going to spend another 30 minutes watching a short version? Because <laughs> the 30-minute version is more more forgiving. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, there's that. Uh, the, okay. I don't, I don't really know where to begin with this episode because well, well, I don't know where to really begin with this episode because I mean true okay we have a plot here you know it's kind of and it's an interesting plot but yet there's we're going back to the corruption and you know okay there's killing there, there's obviously yeah. that, but we're going back to the corruption thing again. Really? Oh, I am glad that the priest didn't die. No, no, because at first, you know, I'm, I right. agree, but I'm saying we're going back to the corruption thing again. 
Well, I will uh, say that. Um, yeah, I will say that Cajun chick was a better actress than Roberta. Like Angie, yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I hate to say, I agree. Mm. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we're going <laughs> to get on over to the scanners. I really don't like this, Michael. Come on, pal. What's a little heat, huh? Temperatures exceeding 600 degrees is hardly a little heat. You're vulnerable to sustained heat. We're trying to make you invulnerable. Exactly. In theory, the pyroclastic lamination that April's designed for you should keep you as cool as a cucumber up to 800 degrees. In theory. In theory? How comforting. Look, kid, it's like taking your vitamins or getting a shot, buddy. It's good for you. So is this. Uh, the invitation calls for formal wear. What's this? Well, we're testing man and machine. Or, if you prefer, man in machine. You don't expect me to play baked guinea pig in this oversized microwave, do you? What's a little heat, Michael? It's just like taking your vitamins. I hated taking my vitamins! So let's uh, turn these scanners on. Uh, I love April's flirtiness. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I love me some April. Rebecca's that's, so that's, sweet. Yeah, that's so so awesome. Um, that's probably the best part about this episode is the beginning with the whole uh, the whole fire testing and you know man in car and all that and everything else. I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the dog fight. The dog fight was intense. Between the dogs and Michael. Yeah. Yeah, the dogs yeah. kind of had him outnumbered. Well, three to one, yeah. I mean, kid is just sitting there, kind of like, oh. Okay. Well, kid can't do anything. He got stuck in the in the swamp water, or whatever. Yeah, Remember? yeah, yeah. Because he was he because they got the tree knocked on him. He heard yeah. some dogs, and he's like, "Hey, over here!" And then they start attacking him. Yep. 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 Which then would <laughs> that would then lead to. Uh, the dogs loving Kit at the end and jumping on Kit at the end and everything else. <laughs> that was so great. What do you have for good good points on this one? Um, actually, the ending <laughs> where uh, Michael and 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 her ex husband are fighting. Yeah, uh, you know what, boy, you just don't have that killing instinct, and they they yeah. start fighting. And then you, you know, after Michael knocks him around a few times, you know, Michael brings him up. You know what, boy? You're damn lucky I don't. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that was kind of a I, – I liked that because it was kind of a – you know, that that was good. You know, that that fight scene was pretty good. Yeah. Um, what – that that was one of the good things I liked about it. What um, – let's see. What else? Kit spitting out blank pieces of paper. Really? We can't get that <laughs> fixed? <laughs> Apparently not. Seriously? Um, let's see. Kit not being sure what direction they're traveling in. Oh boy, we have a problem here. <laughs> let's see. And another one would be Kit being technical despite the fact of how damaged he is with water. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good too. Let's uh let's turn the scanners off. Great, another corrupt town episode. Uh god, this episode is boring. Okay, 
I'm I might I might get some flack for this, but you do for me. That, well, as <laughs> shut up. as as everyone knows, if those of you who've been listening to Geekcast Radio Network for a number of years, uh, you know I'm not a violent person at all whatsoever, unless I absolutely have to be. Right. Um, and I don't, like me. I don't, I don't believe in domestic violence and all this and all that and everything else. But this is essentially Knight Rider's domestic violence, domestic uh, abuse episode. Um, mm. It is. Be, look, look at the plot. The plot. Michael battles to protect a Cajun woman from her vengeful husband. That's a that's a domestic disturbance thing. That really is. Uh, you know, well, yeah, okay, I can see your point. And then in one of the scenes where you see the guy with the gun, uh, Cray, I think that that was his name, yeah. uh, you know, nearly shooting her and Michael, you know, Michael having to protect yeah. her. So, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, domestic, kind of a domestic violence thing. That yeah. does make sense. Yeah. That does. Yeah, well, I, I because, just... Because, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just don't like a, an '80s show or any any TV, any TV show. show. Well, I, I I don't like it when they take domestic violence like lighthearted. I mean, you, you, okay, it's not a lighthearted episode at all, but it's just like, hey, I have to go be knight in shining armor and save this chick from her husband, and that's the entirety of the episode. That, that's why I just found myself just yeah. I almost fell asleep watching the damn thing. It was so boring. Um, it's not. That's not a subject a Knight Rider episode should be. What did you have for scanners off? Um, I agree with what you're saying. Kind of the domestic violence thing. Um, yeah. The cop didn't have to kick the light to make the light flash. No, Kit did that. No, not the front light. The back. Yeah, Kit did that. See, I thought it was one of those stunt shots where you're talking about when they pull Michael over and say you got a busted tail light. Yeah, yeah. The cop, the cop kicked it. The nothing, cop kicks the, the light. Cop kicked it. Nothing happened. Right. Nothing happened at first, and then the light flashed. Kit had to have done that because there's no way in hell you. We've seen it in the past. You know, this season and in season one, there's no way in hell someone goes up and kicks Kit's tail light. And it just doesn't flash on its kit had to have consciously done that with the light because there's no way in hell one kick or one tire iron or anything. We've seen how indestructible kit is to to regular everyday generic humans. Yeah. There's no way in hell him kicking the back of kit made that light malfunction. Kit did that on his own. See, and that, that's why I was wondering if that was a, a stunt shot or if that was just something kit did you know, because we we haven't, you know, I mean, we haven't seen that again when cops pull him over. Yeah, I th I think it was something Kit did subconsciously okay. to, to to say, oh hey, you know, my lights work fine. So here here it is. Yeah. What else didn't you uh, like? Wow, the the fact that we're driving through a through a swamp. I mean, yeah. I know, okay, it's Bayou Country. I understand that. Yeah. But uh, you, you kind of have to... It's almost like you have to push Kit out to get him going. Yeah. 
So yeah. Well, they tried that with the grappling hook, grappling hook, and that tree wasn't that sturdy. No. No. <laughs> they kind of found that out the hard way. Yeah. That that's really pretty much it for me. But I I, I you know going back to the domestic violence thing, I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's essentially what this episode is. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't think it's something that Knight Rider should have tackled. I mean, there's not. Not a lot of these 80s action shows really tackled anything that was like, you know, you're not going to get, oh, hey, kids, you know, you might get, you know, don't do drugs or, you know, don't do this, don't do that. But you're not you're, you're not going to get something like you got in the 90s with like Beverly Hills 90210 where they did an entire arc on on Kelly or who, you know, whoever right. being addicted to something. You're not going to get that here in Night Rider. It's not supposed to be that kind of show. No, it isn't. Um I I think honestly, if this episode didn't exist, or if some something else generic was in its place, it would have been fine. Um, this is essentially interchangeable with any other generic plot, except the fact that it's a domestic violence plot, and I I just don't think they should have done it. I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't even think it should have been made. No. So we are going to go to a quick commercial break. You're going to hear some other KR quotes and all that good stuff, and some ads for our other podcasts, and we'll be back to close the show after this. Kid? Yes. Shut up. You can now hear the KidCast Radio Network while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile app available for your smartphone. And when you download Stitcher to hear KidCast Radio, you'll have a chance to win money. Downloading is quick and easy. Just find Stitcher in the App Store. During registration, hit the promo code box and enter Geekcast Radio, all one word, to get automatically entered to win $100. The latest episodes of the shows will be waiting for you and your favorites. You'll get access to lots of other amazing shows, too. Always available to you on demand. No syncing. It's Stitcher Smart Radio. Don't forget to enter promo code Geekcast Radio when you register. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to MWire only on GeekCastRadio.com. Welcome to a collaboration between the GeekCast Radio Network and the Pop Culture Network. This is From the Command Center, the podcast. I am your host, TFG and Mike from the GCRN, and joining me is Zordon himself. Uh, oh, wait. I mean, Scotty Cash. That's right. Scotty Cash from the Pop Culture Network. And today we're introducing you to the audio version of From the Command Center, the podcast that will tell our intake on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the episodes, the seasons, and all that other good stuff. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, geekcastradio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on geekcastradio.com. Good. Yes, Michael. Just keep driving. You listeners of Beyond the Night, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 3-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Use audibletrial.com slash geekcastradio. Whoops. 
All right. So, uh, final thoughts on the episodes today. Uh, what are you? Uh, what are your final thoughts on uh, on custom kit? Custom kit. I have to give a five. Yep. <clears throat> what about uh, uh, Soul, Soul Survivor? Survivor. <sighs> it's it's hard. That that's really hard because I can't really give it a four and a half. Because and I you know I can see you know where Adrian Margot and Turkel is first introduced in this, so I do have to give it a five there. Um, yeah. I have to give it a five for the script synopsis. I have to give it a four and a half, only because it was it was just written backwards. But that was it. Other than that, good episode. Yeah. <clears throat> Ring of Fire. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, four. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, custom kit. I give a five. I thought it was a really good episode. It's an episode I can come back to. It's custom kit is kind of like Topaz Connection yes. for me. It's one of those ones that I can watch, you know, at any time just for sheer enjoyment. Uh, Soul Survivor. I give a five overall because I just really enjoyed it. Yes, there are a couple of nitpicks, and yes, there is the age difference thing, but. I can kind of overlook that because it is essentially Adrian's introduction. Right. Um, Ring of Fire, I give it a one. Oh. I don't. Really? Like that, I said, wow. I, 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 <laughs> there's a couple of moments, I think, in that episode where Kid had some good like quotes and lines and stuff like that. But I just don't think that they should have done a domestic violence episode. Yeah. I just don't. It's, I it has. I, I I give it a one for that reason for what the episode is, not necessarily what happens in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't think they should have done that. So, yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. One. I agree. All right. Uh, so you want to tell everybody about your other love? Yeah, my other love is broadcasting, as you guys will know, and soon, yes, soon you will see links. Um. Sky106.net, www.sky106.net. I do a show on Saturdays from 7 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern called DJ Music Man's Mayhem. I play a little bit of old school jazz, R&B, pop, and anything else I, I can find in between. I also have a blog. I'm not going to give the URL because I always confuse... It'll be in the post. Yeah, I always confuse myself with the URL, but you will see the blog's link in the post. You will also see sky106.net in the post as well. So you can check us out over there. Uh, check me out over there. You can also add us to uh, MSN on Sky 106. You can also follow us on Twitter. So uh, don't forget to check that out. Also, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter personally, uh, TFG1Mike now has my personal Twitter page. And if you guys would like to follow me over there, it is the Music Man 8 T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-M-A-N-08. Let me know how you got the Twitter name. If you have any questions for KR, um, yeah. let me know, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Thank you for joining us here on Beyond the Night. There are several ways to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on each and every episode post. Email us, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter. The show in there is at Beyond the Night. Mine is TFG and Mike. You can also follow at Geekcast Radio for all the other network updates. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash network. Call the voicemail line. Tell us the show you're leaving the message for and your name. 502-526-5821. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Beyond the Night and wish you'll join us next time when we'll be reviewing three more episodes from Knight Rider Classic Season 2, those being Nightmares, Silent Night, and Night in Shining Armor. For now, I am TFG and Mike with Beyond the Music Man 08. And we're going to close the show slightly differently this week, so you'll have to stay tuned. <laughs> See you next week. Quite a place you got here. Oh, thank you. I'm an art dealer. I love having beautiful things around me. Art and music. Two of the three essential ingredients in my life. I want you to hear something. Any sound from a group in Europe? Crusader in a dangerous world, the world of the Knight Rider.